short? Yeah, why? Sir, I need to take your phone. Take the phone. Take the wheel. What? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. episode 19 of course i'm your host brian and with me as always my brother nez what's up man i'm good man what's going on up there anything good nope same old same old nothing new to report Uh, possibly might be going on lockdown again i don't know at this point it doesn't really matter to me I, i still keep to myself and just go to work and come home and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Um Yeah, it's getting ready to happen here. Um all the COVID cases are, are starting to climb again. Uh here in, in the little town that I live in is starting to go up. And I guess there was another outbreak out at the prison and they're trying to like well how did this happen I mean they're not letting anybody come visit so it can't be outsiders the only ones I don't know why they can't think of it it's it's either the guards or the people just the other workers that work there because mm-hmm. the prisoners aren't getting out so yeah those are the only ones uh, that are bringing it in and then it's uh, getting out of control so uh, there's two prisons out here well, three kind of. There's a federal one, another thirty miles away. But uh, the maximum prison, uh, prison. It's. I think everyone's all right there. There's another like a high desert, like right next to it. Mm-hmm. That one. Uh, they said cases are starting to climb again. I mean, it it got down to zero. Everybody was good. So somebody brought it back in there. So I I don't know what's. Uh, What's going to happen? So hopefully uh, they can get it under control, at least there and then here in this town. So what I understand, only one person is hospitalized, which is good. So uh, I don't know. We'll see because there's a lot of doubters here in this town thinking it's fake and all Mm. this. I'm just like, really? But I don't know. It's just America. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Before we jump into these movies, um, I think you and me watched the same movie over the past couple of days. Did you watch a movie called Rogue? Yes, I did. What did you think? Um, it was okay. I mean, I'm not one for Megan Fox. Uh, yeah, she's a beautiful young woman, but I, 
Her movies haven't really grabbed me that much. I mean, even that Jennifer's Body, I only saw it because she was in it. And then and that, that other girl, Amanda, what's her nuts? Um, but this one, it was, I remember seeing the trailer going, what? She's going to try to be an action star? <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. And then I'm like, okay, here's this hot chick running around with machine guns and full face, full face, uh, makeup. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I, I didn't really dig into what it was going to be about. So I just like, all right, let me, let me just watch this. Uh, I actually liked it. it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. My only problem was, was the CG guy was just terrible. Yeah. It, it took me out every time, um, these certain things came into play. And I was like, oh, it just—I don't know, man. I, I think they could have aced that out and just kept it as a a regular rescue mission and just a lot of shooting. I think uh, we probably would have done better. Yeah, I agree. Um, the CGI was god awful. I'm just like, man, it's 2020. Come on now, you can do better than that. And I thought she was fine in it, but. It was kind of up and down with me with her. Of course, it never looked like her face got messed up at any point in the movie. <laughs> and then there was a scene where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm into it. She, she like sliced someone up, some dude up, and then she went over to another guy and shanked him like, like five times in the neck. I'm like, okay. But then the next scene, she's like just kind of lazily running with her gun, like, like, shit's just not going on around her and I'm just okay now you look like you're not even trying <laughs> but um I, yeah I I actually I actually kind of dug it too um I thought I like I liked some of the supporting cast I thought the one dude was kind of funny the I guess he was like her the next ranking officer with her I thought he was kind of funny at times I just thought he was trying to get it so <laughs> hey, he probably was <laughs> I mean, I liked. I mean, I liked everything that was going on in it. I mean, their mission and what they had to do. Being in, in uh, was it South Africa where they were? Uh, I believe so. I mean, all that was cool. The scenery and all that was good. Um, did you read that thing at the end when they were talking about? Uh, I don't know. I guess whoever the director was. Did uh, the re- the reason why he did it. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. like. Okay, I mean, I, 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 I totally agree with what he was saying. Um, but I don't. It was, it was just CGI. That was my only flaw with it. Yeah, I, mean, I thought everyone was in it was good. I mean, the violence was good when they when they were shooting up and all that. But it, I don't know. It was just every time they showed the CGI, man, it was just like, oh, it. It reminded me of like um, Sharknado. CG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love Sharknado. I loved all of those movies. They're stupid and goofy. That's probably why I love them. But I didn't love the these things. I was kind of like, oh my god. I mean, but then again, I mean, I'll I'll definitely watch it again if it's cheap somewhere. I'd probably pick it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, uh, everybody, check out Rogue. It's it's out there. Yeah, it's it been is. out there for a minute, so yeah, I just finally got to it. 
All right, uh, let's jump into our first movie, and that is 1994's Speed. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? The game began with the ultimate test. Where's Jack? Where do you think? No. Stay on or get off. Get off. Much better. He's the only solution. Pop quiz. You have a hair trigger aimed at your head. What do you do? Keanu Reeves. What do you do? Speed. Uh, this, uh, of course, stars Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Synopsis goes, uh, a young police officer must prevent a bomb exploding aboard a city bus by keeping the, its speed above 50 miles per hour. That was IMDb. Let's go to Google. Los Angeles police officer Jack, played by Keanu Reeves, angers retired bomb squad member Howard Payne. This kind of just gives away the damn movie. By foiling his attempt (laughs) at taking hostages. In revenge, Payne arms a bus with a bomb that will explode if it drops below 50 miles per hour with the help of Spunky passenger Annie, played by Sandra Bullock. Jack and his partner Harry, played by Jeff Daniels, try to save the people on the bus before the bomb goes. While also trying to figure out how Payne is monitoring them. Damn, that just gave away the whole movie. (laughs) We guys should have seen it by now. It's like a... Yeah. What, 94? Over 20 years. (laughs) Uh, this was directed by John DeBont, produced by Mark Gordon, written by Graham Yost. Uh, of course, I said Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. This also stars Dennis Hopper, Joe Morton, and Jeff Daniels. And there is a ton of character actors that pop up in this movie, and you're just kind of like, oh, it's that guy from the one movie. It's the, what's his name? Uh, uh, Poppy from uh, Popeye it, uh, from Blood Popeye. and Blood Out, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, was a Baby Joker from American Me, yeah, yeah, and um, Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he was in there. <laughs> Fuck man, that was all kinds of and uh, uh, High Top from Colors, the uh, the, what's his name, um, Glenn Plummer. Oh, yeah. The guy in we'll, the, the Jaguar. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him in the sequel. <laughs> um, yeah, this was released June 10th, 1994. Had a budget of $30 million. Box office, $350.4 million, So it, it, it was a hit, definitely. Um, kick us off, Nez. I thought this movie was awesome. Uh a friend of mine goes like, come on, man, I hear this movie is good. I said, what is it? He went, Speed. Who's in it? Keanu Reeves. I was like, all right. That wasn't thinking much. I was like, okay. I didn't even see any trailers or anything, but uh, standing in line looking at the poster, going, oh, okay, it's that movie. I remember seeing the, maybe a TV spot. So I wasn't expecting much, um, but fuck, man, this movie was awesome. Man, it, I was like on the edge of my seat. I think I enjoyed it more than my buddy, man. But I was like, whoa, I was like all aboard and and sitting right there on the bus with everyone else, man. I, I thought this movie was awesome. It's 
it still it still holds up. I mean, it's goofy at times, uh, especially when when they jump the bus. But <laughs> <laughs> but that was still like my favorite part of the whole movie. But I mean, overall, I mean, the movie's awesome. Dennis Hopper, rest in peace. He's badass. He, he's always good when he's a bad guy. Uh, this is a young Sandra Bullock. Um, she was hot in the beginning, and now she's to me is like hotter now. Uh, Keanu Reeves, he's uh, the same in everything. A uh, little bit of uh, Ted, and then uh, this is all before John, uh, before John Wick. So I mean, it, he was what he was. I mean, they were they were making him that action star, um, that Point Break, and all that before this. So. Uh, but overall, man, this movie was awesome. I mean, I loved every minute of it. I mean, without some little minor gripes here and there, but I mean, overall, I think this was just a superb film. Totally agree with you. This is, uh, I think this is a, an action classic. Um, it's action packed from, I mean, the movie starts out, uh, it just gets right into it like five minutes into the movie. Um, I enjoyed Dennis Hopper as the villain. You know, I, I felt like he was just having it up. He looked like he was having fun in the role. Um, it was good to see Jeff Daniels because, you know, a lot of people, you know, say they know Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. And it was good to see him as this uh, LAPD SWAT officer, bomb expert. And uh, he kind of he kind of brought the humor every now and then. I, and I enjoyed that. Um, Keanu, I mean. He had point break before this, but I think this really kicked it off with his with his uh, being an action star. And uh, Sandra Bullock, not a fan of her movies, but if anybody was to ask me, this this would probably be the one I would bring up as as uh, one of my favorites of hers. Yeah. Um. What did she have uh, before all this? I mean, other. I think Demolition Man was before this one. Um, and she's only been in 57 films. Uh, yeah, Demolition Man was. That's it. The big, well, the big one. There was wrestling Ernest Hemingway and Fire on the Amazon. I never even heard of those. <laughs> but uh, Demolition Man was probably her big uh, thing at the time. I mean, I've seen her in other films like The Vanishing and The Love Potion Number Nine, but she was just like a, pretty much a side character. But um, yeah, I think that was a. I mean, I, I like Keanu Reeves. I mean, no matter what he's in, even his little lovey dovey love story things. But uh, I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I'll go see this. I mean, for him. And then there was a plus with the Sandra Bullock, and um, I thought she did she did a good job. I mean, we'll get to her in the second film, but. Um, she basically just her whole scenes were all her big scenes was on that bus that that yeah. whole time. Everybody on there. I mean, uh, at first I was I was thinking, how are they gonna make this work with them being on a bus the whole time? And they made it work because I thought uh, once uh, the bus got into play and they realized that there was a bomb on there. I mean, I just thought it, it was just intense from there trying to figure out. Uh, how we're gonna stop this bus? How we? How are we not gonna let it blow up? And then you got um, uh, what's his name in Dumb and Dumber? Harry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got Harry <laughs> over there. Uh, what was his name in it? It was. Oh he, shit! He was Harry in this too. 
<laughs> well, anyway, Dr. Harry, <laughs> you got Harry over here trying to figure out uh, where uh, Dennis Hopper is. Uh, Dennis Hopper was Howard Payne. I mean, so I mean, I like that. Like you said, man, it jumped right into it. It didn't stop until it till it ended. I mean, because it just kept going and going and going. Yeah, it slowed down a little bit when you kind kind of get introduced to. Uh, Annie Sandra Bullock's character, and then it just so, so, as soon as they get on the bus, boom! That's where it just took off. So I mean, it, this this movie was awesome. Um, uh, would you have any complaints with this one? Or little nitpicks? You know what? I honestly I don't think so. I mean, the 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 jumping the 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 jumping the freeway part. I kind of just go with it. I'm not going to be like, you know, that ain't, that can't happen in real life. You know, it's not real life. It's a movie. So I kind of forgive it for that. Um, I thought everybody was fine in it. I thought the action was good. And um, yeah, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think I have any gripes with it. I can't think of any either other than the little nitpicky with the bus jumping. And because once the, the, the bomb got triggered, it was it over once they hit hit over fifty. That's when it arm it arms uh, the bomb that um, uh, Dennis Hopper had under it, and uh, there would have been many times that bus slowed down because when they were hitting traffic in that time, it was just side to basically hitting all those uh, big yellow containers with the water. <laughs> I was like, man, that bus would have went all the way down to past fifty below, <sighs> blew up, but. I mean, other than that, but it, it's it's fine. It's a movie. I mean, you just got to kind of just let your mind go and, and just be in with these characters in the film. And, and like, because in, in movies, anything can happen. But uh, but that's 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 probably my only little little gripe about the film. I mean, but other than that, man, there was uh, nothing else, really, because the excitement from Dennis Hopper's character, Howard Payne. Uh, he was uh, he was in the bomb squad, wasn't he? Yeah, he retired. Yeah, because well, he was kind of forced into retirement because it looked like he blew his thumb off uh, during a job. But then I, I can't remember how many years he said he worked. But they basically just said here, give you a little your little pension and a, and a watch and be on your way. So I think he was just more mad at that because that that was the reasons why he was. Uh, uh, doing what he was doing because in the beginning of the film uh, the LAPD SWAT bomb disposal team gets called to this uh, uh, building and um, Dennis Hopper he, he's telling he goes yeah I got a bomb on, on, on an elevator um, so that's when they kind of spring into action they go in there and try to figure out uh, uh, first off who is this guy that's doing it and, and why but um Oh, they went, uh, they climbed down the elevator shaft, right? Yeah, from uh, uh, above to check it out. And that's when Keanu was talking about he's got a gut feeling that he's going to blow the bomb anyways, even if he gets his money. Yeah. um, Because uh, they they had, uh, I think it was like a $3 million ransom Mm -hmm. uh, to just extra money out of them and because they had people in the elevator he was going to blow the the brakes and let the elevator fall and kill everyone 
So while those the while the other the rest of the SWAT team is trying to deal with uh, getting the people out of the elevator, I mean you got uh, Harry, Harry, <laughs> you got Harry, and you got Jack uh, trying to find uh, Dennis Hopper, and they and they they find out that he's in another elevator. So um, they kind of jump down on the top, and he realizes that they're up there, so he lets off some shots with a shotgun. Uh, Harry ends up falling through there. And uh, Jack is up on top. Um, I'm trying to do this from memory. I didn't actually watch this one. Uh, how did how did they get out of the elevator? The people? No. Uh, after Harry fell in, and uh, 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 Jack was still up on top of the the elevator. Oh, he he dove down in, and. Uh... Uh, what was his name? Dennis Hopper Howard Payne uh, pulled the he had the shotgun on him and told him to drop his guns and then they stepped out of the of the elevator and he had Harry <laughs> it's weird calling him Harry because <laughs> he had him a hostage and um, Keanu I guess uh, chose to shoot the hostage to take him talk- out of the equation. Yeah, they were talking about that before. Yeah, they were talking about that earlier. <laughs> All right, I remember now. Yeah, and uh, he shot him, and then uh, Howard went and went uh, through that one door and shut it. And as soon as Keanu got there, it blew, and it just shot Keanu all the way back. And he hit the wall or hit a hit a door or something, and uh, that's how uh, Howard got away. See that would have that. That explosion that quick, because it seems like as soon as uh, Howard went into the door, as soon as the door shut, it blew up. So I don't know how, maybe he jumped behind something, or I don't know. Another nitpick, everyone. <laughs> so, but I did like that 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 stunt, because when that bomb went off, you just see Keanu's character, Jack, just flying, like, I don't know how far back he flew, and so I thought that was pretty cool. It was a good way to start this film off, right, with a bang. Mm-hmm. and everything because they they figured that uh, Dennis Hopper's character is dead they don't know who he is yet they just figured that he was dead uh, because the whole place blew up so they're like alright whatever uh, next morning is when um, uh, Jack's uh, no we were introduced to Annie she's uh, trying to get, catch the bus trying to catch the bus and she jumps on and she she knows the bus driver and everything so she's just we see who's all on the bus because the camera goes around. You start seeing all these characters. A lot, yeah. Again, a lot of these guys are people you've seen before. So Jack, uh, he well, he went in to get coffee, right, into someplace. Yeah, coffee and a muffin. And the guy behind the counter was one of Jack Crow's vampire killers. Which one was he? He was one of those guys. I don't know his name. But. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, Jack, when he's in there, he's talking to another bus driver, uh, some guy that he knows, and he gets on his bus and starts driving away. Jack walks out, and then uh, the bus blows up. So he kind of runs over there, and then nothing he can do because the, the the bus is engulfed in flames. Real but explosion. That, yeah, and this was kind of funny though. Another little nitpick: Jack was standing there looking at the bus, like, "Oh fuck, man, ain't nothing I could do." And then a uh, payphone rings, and 
he like, okay, I guess he heard it. I don't, even if I would have heard, if I was Jack, if I heard a payphone ring, I wouldn't walk over to it. I would still can just, just let it ring. I'm worried about this whole bus that I just saw everyone die in. Um, so he walks over to the phone and answers it, and then it's it's uh, Dennis Hopper telling him that yeah, we're gonna play a game, uh, kind of a cat and mouse type of deal, and they go, "There's a bomb on a bus." And uh, he, he explains it to him. If, if the but once the bus goes over fifty, it uh, it arms the bomb, and if it, if it goes below fifty, it's gonna it's gonna blow up. So he's like, "Oh fuck!" So he kind of he realizes that. But then he gives him another ransom because in the in the beginning the ransom was three million. Uh, he only went up a point seven, so he wanted a ransom for a three point seven million, or he was gonna detonate and kill everybody on the bus. That sounds fair. <laughs> so he um he he told him what bus right he did the the thing him and Harry uh, do the pop quiz what do you do you know and he kind of figured it out and then he when he figured it out he told him the the uh, where the bus was going to be at what time all right because um the bus got on the freeway when he was chasing it right. Yeah, that's when we're introduced to uh, OG Bobby Johnson, and he com- Keanu confiscates his uh, car. <laughs> that's right. He jumps in in his car and is trying to get him uh, just to get up close to the to the side of the bus. And uh, he's uh, Keanu or Jack is trying to get the bus driver's attention, and uh, everyone on the bus is like, "Nah, just just keep going. He's crazy." But the bus driver finally opens his door. And he tells him not to not to slow down. Keep the bus over fifty. Uh, I like this stunt. I thought it was cool because then uh, he pulls up next to the bus. I don't know why he just couldn't pull up closer, but it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, high top. Uh, what's his name? Glenn Plummer. Uh, I think yeah. his name is Maurice. He's high top. Everybody, if you've seen Colors. Anyway, so the, he pulls up next to him, and they're kind of like, "What are you gonna do?" He goes, "I'm gonna jump over on the bus." And they're like, what? Ah, so the he, he, uh, high top's in the uh, passenger seat and uh, Jack's driving. So he goes, here, take the wheel. And it's like, what? Ah, so he's trying to drive from the uh, passenger seat. And then Jack gets close up enough to the bus and then jumps in. I, li- I always like this stunt. I mean, it was something real simple. Well, not simple, but it, it did what didn't look like much. But when he jumps, he doesn't quite get his whole body onto the bus because it's like his waist and his legs like scrape the cement and then kind of pulls himself into the bus. Um, once he got on the bus and he announced that he was a cop, um, I don't remember. Did he tell them that there was a bomb on the bus? No, not at first. He just went as soon as he said he was LAPD, the, the one dude in the back started pulled a gun and started flipping out telling everybody telling the bus driver to stop the bus and oh. uh, I don't think he revealed I, th- I don't think he revealed that the bomb was on the bus until after the bus driver got shot oh yeah because when, when he jumped on the bus that was um what's his name a uh, little puppet uh, from uh, American Me <laughs> he was the one that pulled the gun out I was like no stop don't the look bus. at me little puppet yeah don't look <laughs> at me stop the bus <laughs> he, he wouldn't stop it he was like no um how did he get the gun out get a gun away from him uh the one dude uh 
uh, Popeye jumped in, which uh, Keanu kept calling him Gigantor when, and then he he eventually was like, "My name's Ortiz," but he kept calling him Gigantor like after that. <laughs> Popeye. Uh, if you guys haven't seen uh, <laughs> Blood in Blood Out, uh, it's on YouTube, or if, unless you can find it somewhere else. No. Oh. Popeye, so rapey. Yeah, Give me was. some chun chun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I remember the, a buddy of mine. I didn't see it until uh, it, it was on VHS. He brought it over. Dude, you gotta watch this movie. It's hella good. I was like, "What is it?" You know, blood in, blood out, bound by honor. I was like, "Okay." He just said it was a prison movie. Man, that movie is hella good. I could watch that yeah. movie over and over from beginning to end. It's it's a long one. Yeah. Uh, I think I first I think I first watched it um you know, one of my homeboys had um he was locked up and he seen one of uh Danny Trejo's uh, videos kind of like you know talking about prison uh-huh. and then when he heard that he was in uh blood in blood out like he was like we gotta watch it we gotta go we gotta watch it it's got you know it's got real deal people in it and then we watched it and yeah, we we watched. It was on VHS at the time we had it. We we watched that movie over and over. I know, man. I wish they would put it on Blu-ray. I mean, yeah, the, the DVD that I have. I know we're supposed to talk about speed, but it it does. It's not formatted to the TV. It was one of those earlier mm-hmm. DVDs, so it's like a little square in the in the, in the center of the screen. I'm like, ah, oh, weak, but I'll still watch it, but. Anyway, so yeah, after they uh, take down a little puppet, um, and he, he he handcuffs him to the post, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's nothing he can do about it now. He's like, just that's uh, small stuff. He he's got to try to figure out how to get this bus uh, from dropping under uh, to keep it going and keep it uh, from falling under fifty and trying to get everyone off. Um. So all all while this is happening, uh, Dennis Hopper's character he he's watching the news, and uh, because they already have uh, copters and everybody. And no, they didn't. when did the news come into play? Uh, it, it isn't until they get off the freeway, and I, I believe Annie's driving by by that time. Okay, that's right. Oh, okay. So really quick before they uh, t- took the guy out with the gun. Um, that was when uh, Ortiz uh, Popeye uh, tackled him, and, and he let off around. He ended up shooting the the bus driver, uh, yeah. and like in the like in the back of his shoulder. So he's like, ah, he then those were big slugs in that gun. Uh, so he was getting ready to fall over, and then Annie. That's when they moved him, and Annie jumped in the seat, and then she just punched it. So they're they're hauling ass. Uh, were they were they weren't on the freeway yet. No, yeah, they were on the freeway because yeah. that's when Jack jumped on the bus. Uh, earlier, before they got on the freeway, he was running after chasing them and everything. And, uh, they got into a little more excitement there. But once they get on the freeway, um, is when all that commotion happened. So Annie Sandra Bullock's character is sitting in the bus, and I mean they're, they're still trying to figure out well what the fuck are we gonna do? And we got this guy that's this bleed now because he's got a gun wound. Uh, so they were they're just still trying to figure out uh, all this. Jack is talking back and forth to Harry and to um, what's his name? The guy that created Skynet. Um, uh, Joe Morton. Uh, yeah. Mac. Yeah. 
<laughs> Captain uh, McMahon, McCone, I don't know. Mac is what they were calling him. Yeah. What the hell was his name? Miles Dyson. Yeah, that yes. was his name. It was all his fault. Yeah. I wasn't going to be able to sleep. I couldn't remember remember <laughs> his name in the movie. Anyway, so they are, they're trying to figure it out still. Because they come, they roll up next to the bus with that uh, flatbed uh, rig, right? When they were going to try to get everyone off? Uh, when they got the bus driver off, yeah. Because yeah. he, he made a deal with uh, Dennis Hopper. You tell him you got to give me one. This is gonna, it's gonna make this is gonna be good for you. on getting your money. Uh, you know we can't have no one die. And then he allows him to just take the bus driver off. So all right, that was when they got him off. Uh, they got the bus driver off. What was his name? Sam. Uh, yeah. They they got Sam off the bus, and while they were uh, holding him off, there was an older lady. Uh, I think her name was Helen. Yes. She was like. Like, should I go? Should I go? And then uh, Mac was like, come on, come on. And then uh, when right when she was about to take a step off, uh, the bus blew. Like, just there was an explosion. And then you just see her fall under the bus. Uh, and this is when we realized that uh, the, the news and everybody was, uh, the helicopters, news copters were in the air already because they were filming it. And they caught when the... the uh, the bus exploded because they were like shit there was an explosion and then they were like fuck and then they realized um, once uh, Jack was alright because he was he was trying to grab that Helen but then when, cause when that bomb blew up because then he, Jack was talking to Annie and she goes I thought we were dead once that thing blew up and uh, that's when uh, Jack was kind of like thinking man he can see us Mm-hmm. And then uh, and she was like, well, what do you mean? He goes, how did he know to, to just for what he was thinking, how did he know to blow uh, blow that up uh, unless he, he saw it? So, oh, and uh, Dennis Hopper dropped that line because he, he called her the, the wildcat. And uh, Keanu had noticed her um, her sweatshirt said uh, Arizona, University of Arizona. Oh, that's right. And that's when he was like, he could see us because he was like whispering to her. And uh, that's when he started looking around. Then he found the camera was behind uh, one of the mirrors uh, at the front of the bus. And then we go to Dennis Hopper in his little command center. And you see he's watching the news because they're, they're getting the outside shots from the helicopter shots. And then you can see the inside of the bus because then Keanu Reeves, he can see the whole bus. So they're, they're still trying to figure out uh, what to do. Oh, excuse me. He, um, this is when uh, they he worked out a deal for Keanu to get off, right? Yeah. Or was that when they were on the freeway, or is that when they got off the freeway and went to the the airport? Is when he got off. Uh, I think the airport because uh, we still have to do the the amazing uh, jump over the gap in the freeway. Oh, that's right. Because um, they were still going, and they were just trying to. Well, we we were all right unless we hit uh, traffic. But then they were like, that's when they started looking at the maps and saying, "Hey, this this part, this section of the freeway isn't there yet." And they're like, "Fuck! Well, what are you gonna do?" <laughs> I mean, I don't know how fast these buses go, but uh, they were like, "Man, we're just gonna have to jump it." <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Annie just floored it and he just told everyone to hang on 
um, that w when you see the bridge, it, one side looks like it's kind of up high, but not by that much. But um, I don't know how <laughs> wide that gap was, but in, in reality, if that was to happen, luckily there was a ramp on the, the side where it, it jumped. But that, that bus would have just went, yeah, just did, when it did a nosedive straight down, and that would have been the end of the movie. But, it uh, looked like it like had hydraulics, too, in the front, the way it just shot up in the air. Yeah, because that thing just came full speed, <laughs> and they just... Uh, like I said, luckily there was a ramp that it hit. And again, I mean, I don't know if there was a, a stunt driver in that thing when they jumped it. <laughs> but, oh, man. it uh, I don't know how far it went, but it, it, like, cleared that gap. And I love how it landed. I mean, that thing, that thing, those things are so heavy. Man, those axles would have broke, wheels would have <laughs> blew out everything. <laughs> but they were all, yeah, they made it, so they were all good. Um. Uh, then they they were hitting traffic, right? Is that that's why they got off the bus or got off the freeway? No. Yeah, they were. Oh, what? Go, no, go ahead. I was gonna say they were about to hit traffic, but then he he seen. We don't know where he's going yet because he he just tells her to turn here, and she keeps saying turn here. And then when they turn there, uh, we cut back to Mac, and then Mac was kind of like that's smart because um. He can just keep circling the the, the airstrip, and um, the the news uh, the news helicopters can't go into into that airspace. Because I like this, and when they got off the freeway, I mean, again she had to keep it over fifty, and she was punt punching it, and they were just holding the steering wheel as hard as they could uh, to the left to the right, and just to to make that sharp turn again reality that thing would have flipped right over but man, it's a movie. well I mean everybody did get on one side of the, the bus <laughs> everybody get over here oh man uh, but that was a cool stunt I love that because it was just taking out all those big uh, yellow those orange or yellow uh, water things uh, on the side of the freeway uh, I thought that was awesome and then once they got in the on the street, uh, they were hauling ass, and were they arguing or were they talking before they ran into that uh, baby stroller? Uh, I don't remember. I know they were having a conversation, and she wasn't paying attention. Yeah, because they, we see this uh, old lady walking out, pushing a, a baby stroller, and here comes the bus full speed, and then that lady dives out of the way and the bus just slams into that baby carriage and it just goes flying in the air. Um, I shit you not, the first time I saw this, the theater just went, <gasps> and then it was just quiet because that thing was sailing in the air, the the, the baby carriage. And then I just love Sandra, or Annie, she was like, oh my God! She like grabs her <laughs> mouth and then the carriage hits the ground and psh, all these aluminum cans go flying out of it. That's an, the whole theater just busted out into laughter at that point. But I was even like, "Oh fuck!" He, <laughs> he, she hit that baby. But uh, it wouldn't. There's no way they would have done that in this type of film. But uh, I thought that was a good scene. It, it 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 did its purpose. I mean, it, seeing this in the theater. I mean, even watching it now, I've seen it a million times. I mean, I know what's in it, but it's still it was like an intense scene. So I thought that was pretty awesome. 
uh, they finally get to the airport uh, and then they telling them, yeah, you, you can you'll be able to do loops uh, until we figure out what, what we're going to do. Um, Where was Harry was at the police station, right? Yeah, he's trying to he's still trying to figure out who uh, uh, Dennis Hopper's character is. And then uh, he gets an idea to look at not criminals, but cops. And then he's like, check who who's like basically who retired in the past. He said, look, look back 10 years. And because um, they brought up the whole thing with the explosive under the bus that had to do with the gold watch. Oh, that's right. Because um, uh, when they told him, well, well, do you know where the bomb is? And they were like, no. And that's when uh, Keanu was under under the bus looking around and he found it. And then that's when he told him there was, was it C4? Yeah, he said there was enough C4 to blow a hole in the world. <laughs> and they had that little uh, gold watch or silver watch or whatever it was uh, as a timer on it. So um, they realized uh, who came up with the idea to uh, like loop the, the videotape? Uh, I think that was Keanu. This was after they they found the video thing, and he he had everybody kind of stay still, and uh, they, he talked to Mac, and then they were uh, trying to record the the footage, but they didn't have enough time, so they only had like a minute of footage, and then he told the the news guy, uh, the the camera guy, to, to just loop it, so it just plays over and over. So that's uh, that's how they got they they tricked um, uh, Howard. Uh, Dennis Hopper's character. They they in order to do that was so they can get uh, everybody off the bus. But uh, before all that, we jumped ahead. Um, they're on the 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 tarmac at the airport, driving in a circle. Um, Jack tried to go. He he went under the bus to try to see if he can uh, if he can disarm it. Right. Is that what yeah. happened? Okay, so yeah, that, with the little with the little cart thing that they kind of with the with the wire with the cable just kind of let them slowly go under the bus. That's right, because uh, that truck pulled up in front of the bus, and then that little cart came going, and Keanu got on that, and uh, he was trying to uh, figure out, or he was talking to Harry and, and telling, describing the what what the bomb looked like and what he needed to do, but. Um, did one of the tires blow out on the bus? Uh, yeah, when they first uh, went into the ele- uh, not the elevator, what the fuck am I talking about? The airport, and they they pulled in, you know, the little spike things when you drive. Oh, that's right, in, yeah, in the wrong entrance. Okay, because that uh, that would have blew out all the tires. First of all, yeah, well, in this movie, it only blows out one tire. <laughs> one of the inside tires uh, in the back, I think. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, the, there was some uh, the some little shrapnel from the from the tire uh, while he was under there trying to disarm the the bomb. It uh, went under his little cart and then just woo woo. His cart was going all crazy. He didn't know what to do. And uh, what he stabbed into the gas tank was that screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. He had a screwdriver and he was just trying to stop himself from trying not to get run over. He ended up stabbing the. Um, the the gas tank with a screwdriver, and, uh, and they were like, "Oh fuck, what is that?" And they were they had to get him up. So Popeye crawled under there to see uh, if he could get him out, 
and uh, because um, the the little cart he he jumped off of it right because then he was holding on to the bus. Yeah, I don't know what he was holding on to, but he was holding on underneath the bus, and the the cart got ran over by the back tires. All right, and then they thought. Uh, well, Annie was like, "See if he came out from behind the bus." Because they, when they ran over that thing, and they said no, and that's when Popeye crawled under there and saw saw him, and then grabbed him. There was a a little panel uh, on the floor of the bus, so they were able to open it, and uh, he that's how Keanu got under there. And so Popeye reached under there, grabbed him, and and pulled him out, and then he kind of jumped up and walked over towards Annie, and she was getting all mad and hitting him because she was scared, thought he was dead and then she goes, what's that? And he goes, you smell like gas. And he said, well, uh, we're, we're leaking. He goes, why? Why do you smell like gas? He goes, because oh, we're leaking gas because he put that hole in it. So <laughs> I, it was after that is when he came up with the idea to to loop the video, right? Yeah, but uh, between this, the, these two scenes, uh, we get the scene with Harry finds out who Dennis Hopper is and he gets his little SWAT team together and they go to his house and Dennis Hopper was expecting them to eventually find out who he was and booby trapped the house and this is where Harry dies in an explosion. Yeah, that was weak. I mean, there was there was no way around it because as soon as uh, they saw that bomb, uh, he didn't even try to run. He was like, fuck it, I'm dead. And yeah, just, I mean, just, he was right there yeah he just stood there looking at it and the the whole house blew up so uh, and this is when Keanu just lost it because then this is when he finds out that Harry's dead and he just "Ah!" starts uh, getting hell hella mad and Annie's kind of like you need to calm down because you you can't lose it she goes I need you so that's when they figured out uh, what they can do with the video and loop it in order, so while they did loop it, it was starting to play because they, uh, the one of the TV uh, vans, uh, the news vans, they tapped into that uh, the feed uh, of that camera that was uh, on the bus, the the little camera that um, Dennis Hopper could see. So they looped that up, and they came with the idea to let's get all the passengers off the bus. So that's when uh, they did that. They looped it and they said, all right, let's go. They rolled up the side with, with another flatbed. And then they just started getting everybody off the bus. And the only one, the last two were on was was Annie and Jack. So what they were going to do is they kind of rigged uh, the bus to keep uh, keep it going fast. And they were going to jump on that little, uh, through that little uh, hole that was, or the little hatch that was on the bus. Uh, and then they were just going to, Right off to safety on that little, that little, <laughs> and uh, that little trap door, whatever they had wheels on it for some reason. <laughs> so, um, this was another thing that it, it's just a little nitpick because I work at an airport. Um, the uh, once they let the bus go, what's uh, Jack and Annie? Everyone's off the bus, Jack and Annie, uh, shimmied off on the little uh, uh, trap door. door. And uh, the bus just continues to, to, to haul ass uh, to go straight. And uh, there's uh, some little tugs, uh, little cars pulling uh, well, an airplane. So as, as they're pulling along, here comes a bus full speed, which I thought was an awesome stunt. Uh, no CGI, everybody. Yeah, and, uh, rogue. Real <laughs> explosions, real stuff. 
That bus slams into this big giant uh, military plane, and then the whole thing just blows up. All right, here's my little complaint about this. Um, the bus hit the the, the plane. Uh, obviously, it went below fifty, and then the bomb went off as well, and the pl- whole plane blew up. So I assume the guys that were tugging or pulling the plane jumped out of their little car and, and ran to safety. Um, I don't know about military planes, but when you're pulling a plane like that, someone has to be sitting in the uh, the the pilot seat because when we tug and uh, pull planes around, someone's got to be up in there riding the brakes and everything. So I was thinking, man, is somebody did somebody just die uh, because they blew up that whole plane again? It's just a little nitpick <laughs> by me, but. Yeah, it was it was a good stunt, man. They really blew up that bus and that plane, so I thought that was awesome. Uh, the uh, the SWAT team and everybody, Mac and everybody, they pick up Annie and Jack. Um, how'd they get? How'd they get back into it again? Uh, Keanu told Mac that um, because there was no news cameras and they were looping the footage, he doesn't know the bus exploded, so they set up a, a meet like 30 minutes later for for the for the drop off of the money. Well, that's right. Because um, then they uh, well, uh, he finds out that the, the, the tape was on loop and then he, he watches the news and finds out that there was an explosion. So they were he they came up with the idea to go okay we're gonna meet you at such and such corner put uh put the money and put the in in the garbage can so while they drop the money off into the trash can i mean everyone's watching you got guys on the roofs and blocks away uh surveillance another nitpick uh, so while Keanu and the gang are all waiting to to catch Howard Payne, why was Annie there? She said Keanu told her to stand there. No, I mean, but they weren't. They were at the airport. I mean, she could have left with everyone else on the bus. Why did she go downtown with him? That's her man, and he told her to stand right there. He, but the, <laughs> why? Did, why did he bring her? That was a, a movie, everybody. <laughs> I mean, that was, I was even the very first time I thought, I said, like, why is she there? So <laughs> it'd be different if this was happening at the airport, but no, they, they went downtown. And so they also had a little tracker in the bag and they were saying, well, the bag's moving. And they're like, well, nobody came and got it. And that's when they all run over there and then they uh, move the garbage can. And they see that there was a hole. Uh, under it, so when they dropped the money in there, it just fell straight into the hole. Dennis Hopper grabbed it, but uh, before before all that, uh, we kind of see Annie just kind of lingering around, and uh, this is Dennis Hopper grabbed it, right? Yeah, he had his uh, police uniform on. Oh, that's right, because he uh, he grabbed her, and then that's when they uh, they um, uh, noticed that the, there was a hole in the ground and, and they go chasing. So they dive into the, in, not into that hole, but I'm sure they went through like the, the manholes. And, um, I got a Nick pick right here. Was it, I mean, were they in a train station? Is that where they were? Because I don't uh, think that was the sewers. 
No, it looked like a subway thing. But my Nick pick here is um, when they realize the money's gone, like you see the little tracker like going leaving. But when he jumps down in the hole, he sees him at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, I, guess, that, I guess that's mine. <laughs> that's right. It was it was a uh, it, it was a train uh, the station because he went down there and then when uh, Jack was uh, running around look for him he pulled out uh, his, his gun and did the whole uh, okay you got a whatever whatever pointing at your head or a pop quiz what do you do and shit like that and then uh, the person you can clearly see it's Annie but we just see like the shadow and then she turns around. And she's hold. She's got a a bomb vest on. Um, where was Dennis Hopper during all this? Um, uh, standing beside her, off to the side. I don't know. I don't. Because after she after she spun around, and then he realized that that was her, and she got all that explosive on her. That's when uh, he kind of came out because he was holding the um, a little detonator uh, in his hand. Yeah. And uh, I think he already had it pulled, uh, hold it down because they said if he lets it go, then it was going to blow up. Yeah, I think they call them a dead man switch because you shoot him and he drops it. It's going to go off as soon as he lets go of it. All right. So he grabs her and they uh, jump onto uh, what says here he hijacked the subway train Uh, and then handcuffs Annie to the pole and then... uh, how did Jack jump onto the train? He climbed. I know he got in, but I don't remember why he got out and on top. Because he was on the top, and uh, that's when uh, Dennis Hopper climbed up there for some reason. To... Oh, he was going to kill him because, remember, he, he opened the bag and the, the dye pack blew. Oh, that's right. Because when they were on the train, yeah, and when he opened it up, and then it, it blew up in his face. So Keanu was on the on the train by that time, right? Yeah, and Dennis Hopper shot the conductor and shot up the panel, and the train just, like the movie said, is building up speed, and he's got her handcuffed to the pole. He's making her hold the 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 switch, and then think that's when he goes no he doesn't hold this way he takes it back I'm watching it right now and so could I they think, he fought he they get into like a little fight scuffle on top of the train yeah and uh the the I don't know how I'm sure they had more space between the top of the train and the ceiling but uh, does he hold Dennis Hopper's uh, head up he kind of pushes him up and then that light or whatever fixture like knocks his head right off yeah then because he what, says something Keanu says something. it was a stupid line he was like he said something I forgot what Dennis Hopper said to him but Keanu was like yeah well I'm taller <laughs> alright so uh, yeah he's dead because um, he gets his head knocked off and then he jumps down in there and uh, Keanu uh, is able to get the the bomb vest off of uh, Annie, and then he throws it out of the back uh, of the train. He threw it out of the train, right? Yeah. Okay, so he threw it out of the train, uh, 
and the train is still hauling full speed down down the down the tracks because uh, when when he shot up the controls, I mean, they couldn't stop it. And Canu's uh, trying to get uh, the the handcuff off. He's trying to kick that pole, trying to see if he can uh, at least knock it loose somehow, so so he can get it off. But they're like, "Fuck!" I mean, there was nothing they can do. So they basically just kind of hug each other, and hopefully they don't die. Were they on the front the the front uh, train car? Yeah, because they they were pretty much right there where the I guess where the conductor sits. And he just, because he can't slow it down, so he just makes it go faster. And then they, like you said, they just hold each other and just hope for the best. And I'm watching it right here. They possibly just murdered a whole bunch of subway workers crashing into everything. (laughs) Doesn't it go shooting out uh, out of the the street? (laughs) It's crashing knocking on all these pillars things are probably collapsing on people and then it's going up this perfectly placed ramp <laughs> right up into the streets because it goes uh, crashing up and lands on uh, Hollywood Boulevard yep um, I know there's a train system there but I don't know if it goes all the way to Hollywood I don't know I mean I'm, I'm I only just know my knowledge of Hollywood in LA the few times I've been there so uh, they obviously survived that uh, uh, crashing through the the train station and bursting out onto Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> so uh, they're there, and then they uh, kind of give each other a warm embrace, and then she's gonna uh, hump his brains out once they get back to his house. Cause, mm-hmm. And then she gives him a kiss, and then then that's uh, the end of your film. Yeah. But uh, this movie is awesome. I mean, for what it is and the goofiness and the little nitpicks we had here and there, I mean, I still love this movie. Um, I will give it a nine. I love it that much. I would be a ten, but there was just the, the little nitpicks in it. But it's it's still an awesome film, everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, there's not too much I can say against it all the stuff you just have to go with it and say it's a movie and um, I can't give it a 10 because it's not a perfect movie but this is definitely one of those movies um, Keanu Reeves is going to be known for and like I said I'm not a big Sandra Bullock fan but I like her in this she did fine like the rest of the cast and it was crazy because I think you and me just came to the realization that Harry from Dumb and Dumber is Harry in Speed <laughs> yeah, Austin film everybody alrighty uh, we're gonna go up a few years uh, this film came out in 1997 rated PG-13 it was two hours and one minutes long came out uh, June 13th of 1997 and this is the sequel Speed 2 Cruise Control Somebody find the captain! The captain is dead. This summer, there's no changing course. He's turning us right into the island. I am never leaving the house again. No slowing down. Gotta stop the ship! We're gonna crash! And no getting off. Oh, man! Because on June 13th, rush hour hits the water. Speed 2, cruise control. How do you like your vacation so far? Rated PG-13. Rush hour hits the water June 13th. 
A computer hacker breaks into the computer system of a Seaborn Legend uh, cruise liner and sets it at sets it speeding on a collision course into a gigantic oil tanker. Uh, same director, Jandy Debont or whatever. Um, writers are Graham Yost uh, and the director guy or whatever his name is. I think there's a few more. Uh, credits to this uh, writing team um, Grammy O's, Jen DeBont, Randall McCormick and Jeff uh, Nathanson I believe But uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control uh, again we bring uh, Sandra Bullock back as Annie and Michael, Jason Patrick uh, Michael from Lost Boys everyone uh, Jason Patrick, he's Officer Alex Shaw. Uh, we got the awesome William Defoe as John Geiger. And uh, Django Fett, Boba Fett, uh, Captain Rex, all the clones. Uh, Tamura Morrison, he plays uh, Giuliano. Uh, Brian McCarty as Merced. And then there's a bunch of other people in here. Uh, that you know you see them like oh hey that's him or hey that's her like uh, Mike Haggerty, Colleen Camp uh, Lois uh, Chile Chile's or whatever uh, Francis uh, Guan I think that's his name um, a bunch of other people but uh, speed control or speed control speed <laughs> 2 <laughs> cruise control what did you think of it when I started watching this movie, the more I got into it, the more I realized I don't think I've ever seen this movie before because I would have remembered how fucking stupid this movie is. It is so <laughs> pointless. Sandra Bullock, it's almost like she didn't even need to be in this movie. She was just like a a, a side character and she is the returning main character from the original one and you make her a side character. Um, Jason Patrick, I I love Jason Patrick, but he I don't know if it was the way he was supposed to play the role, but he really seemed like he didn't want to be in this movie. Like he was so emotionless, and I don't know if that's just because he kind of is that guy in some some of his movies, but it just really seemed like he didn't want to be in here. The whole story behind them being together, I thought was stupid. The the whole. Um, what what was he what did she think he was beach patrol yeah beach patrol <laughs> uh, they try to bring back some characters from the first one just to let you know this is all connected it's all the same and I was just like whatever and the only thing I did like I kind of like uh, Willem Dafoe because I kind of felt like just like um, Dennis Hopper he was having a good time playing a villain and hamming it up too and his whole reason wasn't necessarily about money it was more than that and I kind of I, I kind of dug that but overall I think this was just a poor sequel um I kind of liked it <laughs> for, <laughs> for as goofy as it was and yeah it, it seemed pointless uh, at times um Sandra Bullock she exact exact same character all just kind of just bitchy and complaining about this and that um, Jason Patrick looking at his uh, filmography I don't think he was never I think he just didn't want to 
be an action star. Maybe like like you said, he, he acted like he didn't want to be there. Uh, maybe he just needed that check, and he and he realized it was something quick and easy to do. Um, <laughs> William Defoe. I mean, he's good as a bad guy all the time. I mean, he's good in everything he pops up in. I mean, he owns his role. So I liked him as a bad guy. I thought he was good. I mean, everybody else in it, uh, the little side characters uh, were were good. Um, but for as goofy as the whole situation is, because in this one, uh, William Defoe character, William Defoe's character, John Geiger, he is a former cyber employee of the cruise company. And um, why did they fire him? I think he got sick. And because he got sick, they oh, just right. kind of threw him to the side. Like he was nothing, even though he created everything. Yeah. Cause he, the, the little ocean liner, uh, what were they called? The uh, seaborn legend. Uh, it was a Caribbean cruise. Uh, he, he worked for them and he designed all the computer stuff and the, the navigation stuff and everything. Uh, for uh, for this company, and then uh, I think he got cancer or something. Uh, I assume that's what what they said because um, the way he was keeping himself uh, alive was, I mean, all the drugs, the the prescriptions that he had seemed like he had a shit ton, and mm. then he had uh, some leeches, and and what the leeches were doing is they were uh, sucking his blood out. To um, I guess the doctor said they we're going to give you a year, but then. He did uh, his his own medicine with the leeches, and uh, he because he said, "Yeah, once they're sucking all the blood out of me, that maybe that'll give me a few more years uh, of life." But his uh, whole his whole thing was he wanted to get back at the uh, the cruise line company. So, and in order to do that, was to hijack their boat and then uh, just basically just crash it into something. Um, I kind of thought that he. Other than he was he was trying to get back at the company, um, was was his was his other intentions to do that jewel heist? You know what? I don't know because they introduced the jewels and everybody was flipping out over them, and then I I don't know if I blacked out or what, but it just kind of seemed like they were never even really brought up again. Yeah, because uh, there, there's a scene uh, when there, there's like a show going on and everyone's having dinner and then they kind of make this announcement. Yeah, we're going to bring in all these jewels and you can go see it at uh, whatever jewelry store that's uh, that's on the boat. Were they um, letting people wear those jewels? That's what I was I was about to say because uh, like, that's stupid. <laughs> it, it was a it was a black tie event because everyone was dressed up. Uh, and these people come out with jewelry and they're talking about it and then they st- they start putting it on the ladies like the necklaces and the rings and all that and I was thinking okay I mean I guess there's nowhere you can go to once once you're on the ship but yeah, I was, you, you know it was probably misdirection because now I'm remembering there's a, there's a bunch of little scenes like when he was interacting with the captain Willem Dafoe's character I kind of thought the captain was in on it, the way they were interacting. I thought everybody was in on yeah, it. Yeah, I, even I thought. I think, um, I think to, there was a lot of misdirecting here. Tamara Morrison, I thought he was in on it. But uh, it was all uh, Willem Dafoe. On, on, he, he was running solo uh, on this mission. Uh, well, 
to get back to the the main two characters, uh, Annie and uh, Alex. Um, Annie's just still trying to live her life in L.A. Alex is a a police officer in the LAPD. And in the beginning of the film, why was he chasing that guy? Was it just someone that was trying to get away? They never said it's some guy in a. I I don't know if it was in a delivery truck, an ice cream truck, or whatever. Somehow he was not able to fully catch up with this delivery truck in a in a Ducati motorcycle. I don't know. He's supposed to be on the beach patrol. Yeah, so he's he's chasing this truck around, uh, and then we go to Annie's character, and she's taking uh, the she's at the DMV taking the driver's test, and uh, her driving is, uh, the the guy the instructor that's giving her the test is the one and only and the legendary Tim Conway. Uh, so that was his little uh, cameo in this. Tim Conway's hella funny. I like him in everything he pops up in. So I'm surprised he didn't just pull over because she's driving all over the highway all crazy and not not signaling, not really just running lights and shit like that. And I was like, I didn't understand that part because well, shit, she just drove a fucking bus a few years ago uh, and jumped it and everything. And now she's driving all crazy in her little car. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, because they said she lost in the first one. They said she lost her license from speeding, not knowing how to drive. Because this, like that whole scene of when she was doing the test, she acted like she didn't even know what she was doing. Yeah, she made another car crash, and as soon as it like crashed into something, like all the the windows exploded out of it and everything, and. I'm just like this is this is supposed to be the person that that helped save the day in the first one. I don't think so. <laughs> so while that's happening, she's obviously driving in the same direction where Alex and uh, the rest of the police are chasing this uh, ice. ice it looked like an ice cream truck. Uh, well, no, it was a delivery truck because when they were when he was driving riding that motorcycle behind it, uh, the back doors open and all those packages were falling out. So he goes chasing it up there and then it catches it and it flips over and crashes and uh, he grabs the driver and, and saves the day. But as uh, all this is going on, here comes Annie. Dri- I don't know why they're driving way up there uh, <laughs> on a driving test. <laughs> so she ends up at the crime at the, the crime scene, the crash scene and everything. And she sees uh, she actually crashes into one of the police cars. And uh, I'm surprised they all didn't jump out and arrest her. Uh, because they just didn't. They, the cops didn't even like care that she crashed well, into one of their police cars. They know her because um, Jason Patrick's captain is uh, Mac. Oh, that's He's, right. He was in this again. This is because uh, <laughs> they 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 let you know then the first one how a close knit group they are. These uh, SWAT guys, and he's part of Mac's. Uh, team or crew or whatever and she has no idea he's a part of this 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 uh SWAT team I guess not I have, <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> so um the Alex and uh and Annie or Annie's kind of like what what are you doing up here I thought you were at the beach and all this and then he so he basically he was hiding uh, who he was um um, I don't know why he didn't tell her that in the beginning when they first started seeing each other, but 
they did, did mention that that's why her Keanu didn't work because of the whole the whole line from the first one and how those kind of they if you meet in those kind of uh, circumstances it, uh, it doesn't work good for the relationship oh yeah so, okay yeah they kept having these little callbacks so I was just like whatever <laughs> I mean there was no need to bring that up but I guess whatever you gotta do to keep the story moving so uh, Alex kind of springs on okay well maybe we can uh, just take a vacation and uh, so he shows her the tickets that he had that I don't know why he was carrying them with him on a police job but he pulls out uh, the cruise line ticket saying oh, we're going we're gonna to take a cruise to Caribbean she's like oh cool everything's alright next thing we get to the boat and uh, everyone's getting uh, getting on the sh- onto, onto the ship um, I don't know if they I've never been on a cruise have you? no I I can't swim, so it kind of freaks me out. <laughs> anyway, so the the boat the boat is the ship is already out. I don't know why it's not docked, but the, how they were getting all the passengers on was like a, another little ferry boat. Um, this cruise liner actually didn't look that big because I mean, there there was a lot of helicopter shots when they're showing the outskirts. Uh, I don't know how many floors it was, but I don't know. I mean, when I see other cruise liners, they look huge. This one didn't look that big, so yeah. They're they get on the ship, and uh, I don't know how much money uh, Alex makes because they he gets uh, I think a suite because that room they were in that balcony and, and everything, and it was huge. Um, and I'm sure those cost a pretty penny. I don't think he could pay for that on his salary. No, but anyway, <laughs> so um, I mean, th- this whole time he, he's you can we see that he's he's uh trying to get up the nerve to ask uh, Annie to marry him, and because he he has his ring and uh, everything, and uh, while ev- they're they're getting situated, everyone else is getting onto the ship. We're introduced to uh, um, what's his nuts? Um, God damn it, William Defoe's character, John Geiger. Uh, he kind of gets on. He just gets on onto the ship, and he's like, I think he's like in the next room, uh, the next to those uh, Alex and Annie's. And uh, he, I know he was complaining about uh, his uh, garbage, nice gar, his golf clubs that that the, that they lost. And they said, No, we'll find them. We'll we'll bring them up to you later. So they kind of Annie and Alex and and John Geiger kind of just bump each other, run into each other, and all that, and then. Um, Alex, this is this kind of bugged me though. I mean, yes, he's a police officer. Um, I guess I should ask my police friends. Are the, I know you're always supposed to be on the job no matter what, even if it's your day off. But uh, Alex was like just analyzing everyone because uh, he was looking. Uh, they were sitting out on on the deck, uh, and he was getting drinks. And he's looking over, and we see William Defoe sitting there, and they're kind of giggling around and laughing. And Alex is watching them. And then when she comes back, and he's like, uh, "It's weird that he was complaining about his golf clubs, but then yet he has never turned and watched uh, the golf tournament that's on TV." But I guess when you're a cop, your your mind is always on the job, and you're trying to <laughs> if you see. Uh, stuff that's gonna bug you or whatever. I don't know. I was kind of like, really? 
but then again, I'm not a police officer. I don't know. I'll ask my friends and see if they're constantly watching everybody, uh, even when they're not on the job. So uh, we see uh, John Geiger's character. He's kind of patrolling around the ship. And uh, in, in his room, he's starting to set up. A, he's got, I don't know how many laptops he had, but he's basically going to just uh, take over the ship. So I know he walked around and he was setting, uh, he had little, go- he had golf balls that um, I thought they were bombs, but they, they weren't. I guess they were just those smoke bombs. Because remember when all the smoke was coming out of the, the air vents? Yeah, because uh, later uh, the fire alarm, or he's, he does, sets a computer up to tell everybody there's a fire and the, the smoke bombs were to create the illusion that there really was a fire when there wasn't. He just wanted people off the boat. Yeah, because while he was doing all that, getting everything all set up, uh, that big party was going on. Uh, Alex was going to propose uh, to Annie there. Uh, John Geiger, William Defoe, he kind of goes up into the um, the uh, the bridge uh, of the ship where the captain and his crew are, and he comes in and acts like he's drunk, falling all over the place and hitting, knocking over switches. And uh, while he fell down, he kind of he had this little uh, some kind of little device uh, that he stuck under uh, one of the tables or one of the counters. Uh, it was a transmitter. Okay, yeah, he he stuck his transmitter in there, and then he they let him they took him back to his room, and then he goes back in his room, and he was able to just hack into their whole system, I assume, and then he must have stuck a, a unless there was a microphone or something on that transmitter because uh, he had the little the little thing in his ear listening, and because he was able to hear uh, the conversations up on the bridge uh, of the ship with the captain and everything. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's at that party. He's getting everything. What blew up first? Uh, that's a good question. I think it was something, one of the lower decks, somewhere in the lower decks. Uh, but didn't before this, uh, he threw the captain overboard? Yeah, he. Um, that's when I was like, the captain's not involved. <laughs> threw him overboard <laughs> because uh, yeah before he took over the ship he ended up killing uh, the captain um, why why did he dress up as uh, one of the the ship guys because I don't know was that just so he can walk around and no one's gonna question him <laughs> I guess but I don't know you figure it's... people on the ship would know hey who are you <laughs> It seems pretty laxed on this ship, anyways. I mean, they're letting people try all these expensive jewels on, and I don't, I don't remember seeing any kind of security around. I don't think there was. I mean, it just seemed like it was just all the, the, the helpers on. I mean, yeah. I don't remember there being security or anything, or, or much less police. Yeah. Uh, oh, on here. And, and and we forgot another, another scene that I I completely fucking hated. And it was because of the way Jason Patrick played it when he's doing the sign language with the little girl. Oh, it would have it would have been nice if he showed some kind of emotion. Yeah, he just, he, he was phoning it in <laughs> completely. But uh, I thought that uh, that little girl was gonna was kind of a serve a purpose in this film. 
She didn't. Uh, yeah, she didn't do anything. <laughs> really. Man, her dad was a dick. Almost the entire movie. Hmm. Yeah, because once uh, uh, William Defoe's character kills the captain and just throws him, throws him overboard, and then he goes under the ship and gets. I assume he got chopped up by the the blades uh, of the ship. So, um, I think he lit off. He 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 ignited an explosion because. When when that went off, that's when everybody that was in that party was like, "Oh my God, what's happening?" and and everything was going on. So, um, did he immediately uh, after he he that explosion? Did did he go up to the room and then just like take over uh, the whole uh, system of the ship? He started to, and then that one uh, I don't know what you call them uh, people that come see if you need anything or whatever the guy that was supposed to be like the comedy relief I guess of the movie oh, that's little right. bellhop guy or whatever yeah he was bringing towels or something and then he just kind of came into the room while, while William Defoe was doing uh, whatever bad guys do on the computers and he came walking and I was like whoop uh, I'm sorry and he goes didn't you see the do not disturb sign uh on the door and then he was like uh, I think it said room needs service and then uh, William Defoe hits him what did he hit him with a golf club yeah which in other movies that probably would have killed him but not this guy he had a slight little cut when you see him later that's right because he knocks him out and then we uh, we go back to the party and this is when um uh, Alex springs into action like hey man there's you, you just kind of hang out he was telling Andy you kind of just hang out here I'm going to go uh, see what's happening so he goes up to the bridge doesn't he yeah he goes up to the bridge he's telling everybody he's uh, LAPD he's questioning everybody of course nobody thinks he should be there and they're telling him to leave and uh He's got you got the Fet is now the captain and he's trying to figure out what to do and uh, Jason Patrick's like telling him there's there's no way I, he's saying some reason why there's no way there could be actual fires going on it's it's a diversion and nobody believes him. All right, it says it says right here um, aboard the ship, danger passenger John Geiger is a former cyber employee of the cruise company ha- hacks into the ship's computer system in the following evening he destroys. Uh, the, sh- the ship's communication system and kills Captain Pollard uh, after remotely shutting down the ship's engines Geiger calls the bridge to tell the first officer Giuliano that uh, Portland was killed or, or is dead and uh, he's in charge now uh, Giuliano is ordered by Geiger to evacuate the ship Geiger steals jewelry from the ship's vault uh, as passengers uh Evacuate? Evacuate. Evacuate, I'm sorry. Evacuate. uh, Drew, a young deaf girl, becomes trapped in the elevator. All right, see, once he he stops the boat or uh, cuts off the engines, and uh, when he tells, uh, the Geiger tells Giuliano, you need to get everybody off the ship. You got 15 minutes to get everybody off. That's why I figured this was the smaller ship because no way in hell they could evacuate a, a big full cruise liner in 15 minutes. 
because they said that's he goes the the boat shut down but in 15 minutes it's going to kick back on and all you guys better be off the boat so while all that was happening everyone was uh trying to like the lifeboats were were getting put down um was there a storm going on during all this yeah because you gotta you gotta have the storm going on oh yeah okay that's right because it started raining when uh when um geiger was walking around so while uh they throw down these big canisters these things these things blow up and then the the big uh, raft uh, life rafts pop out um i don't know how many of those were down there but then they these uh big giant uh lifeboats on the side of the ship they were trying to lower it down to with all the people in it but then something happened um had the did the wires get caught or tangled i mean what happened i don't remember what happened i think one broke and uh, he was uh, Jason Patrick was telling people don't get out or you're going to tip it over or something and the one lady the, the deaf girl's mom was trying to get out because they, they couldn't find their daughter and when she's trying to get out I guess she tips it over and people fall in the water and I'm assuming they died yeah because I think uh, they all got sucked under yeah and then Jason Patrick fixes everything with a rope and he has, <laughs> he has the one guy help him the the guy that takes pictures of uh, tourists. I got a question about that uh, later. Um, what the hell was that guy's name? Uh, Dante. Uh, Dante. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was just one of the, I assume the the ship's photographer because he was taking pictures every time he uh, popped up onto the screen. So uh, while they were trying to, uh, first they were trying to put the the life rafts down, but then something happened and it got all tricked up and. Uh, Alex jumped on onto it with a rope uh, to try to fix everything. All right, here's a little nitpick. Um, was Alex the only one that that was trying to save the day? Because it just seemed like no one else gave a fuck. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm so confused because everybody was down to just get off the boat. Uh, Django Fett. I don't know if he. I don't even know why he stayed on the boat. Because it, it he, didn't seem like he was trying to fix anything. Yeah, because he was second in command, and once they once they realized that the captain was dead, they, they told him, "All right, now you're in charge." So, I mean, I think he why they stayed on the boat is they were still trying to see if they could uh, correct everything. But then, I mean, since, especially now in, in mid '90s, uh, everything was computerized and run by computers. But uh, since um, Geiger hacked everything. I mean, nobody could get in into the computer systems. So I think they, but they stayed on the boat to see, to try to see if they can figure something out. Um, but uh, once uh, the 15 minutes hit and then the, the engine started back up, uh, they were, were still trying to get everybody from the, the lifeboat that was kind of dangling back onto the ship. Yeah. Um, did it seem like that was it? The whole. Uh, all the passengers was were in that one boat. I, you know, the the boats that that, that dropped in the water and inflated. I didn't never. I never seen anybody get in those or any of the other ones. There was a group of people you remember that were that were locked in. Okay, there, yeah, because when once he set off all, all the alarms, the fire alarms, 
the the uh, the blast doors or whatever, they all started to shut and lock. So they they a bunch of people got stuck in a hallway. But um, I don't think there was that many people. I mean, there were, a couple people died when they fell off the right the, the lifeboats yeah. and then went underwater. But a few. Um, that was it. Yeah, but then once they got everybody off that lifeboat, I don't know how many people were on there, but it would just seemed like those people they got off and the people that were stuck in the hall. Um, it was like twenty people on this boat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, what? What did everyone else get out? Because uh, once they had all the people, the passengers that were on the ship, they all kind of stayed in a big group. Uh, and I was them. Yeah, it must have been like twenty of them, if that. And I'm like, where the fuck did everyone else go? Did everyone jump ship or did they all die? I don't know. We didn't make this movie. So, where are we? Okay, so the they got everyone back onto the ship. Um, uh, the captain's dead. Um, Alex is uh, still trying to. He figured out who was doing this by now, right? Yeah, because he's a detective. <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we? Where are we on this? <laughs> Why isn't he a detective? I mean, he's just he's just analyzing things like Sherlock Holmes and putting things together, and he's trying to tell the the one guy, uh, not 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 Bubba Fett, but the other guy, the I don't know, what was he Australian or something? I don't know. Yeah, he was trying to tell him uh, pull up this on the computer or pull this up and kind of knew a lot more than he was letting on <laughs> um, the the little deaf girl she got separated from her mom and dad at the party I think she was going back up to the room but she got stuck in one of the elevators when, when all the power shut down so she can't hear but she was, was still trying to get out of it uh, this is when they find all those people trapped in that hallway and uh, smoke was coming out of the air vents and uh, they weren't sure what it was, but Jack had already realized, or not, yeah, not Jack, Alex already realized that there's, there was no fires. Cause when he was on the bridge talking to, to the, to the rest of the crew and he was looking at all the stuff and he saw one thing that, um, and all these red lights were blinking because that supposedly was where fires were, that where the fire alarms were going off. And as he was like, is there really fires here? And he goes, and they were like, yeah, it says right here that there, there's fires going. He goes, well, he goes, I smelled smoke, but the smoke that I smelled, what did he say it smelled like? He said, he, he said something, and it's something scientific. He was like, it didn't smell like this, so it couldn't have been an actual fire. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because when they were walking down the hall and the smoke was coming out, he was like, you, you smell that? It smells like whatever, whatever. And Annie was like, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So uh, those people were stuck in the in, in that hallway uh, and then the smoke was coming out. So they were, they were just trying to block all the air vents so they can at least breathe uh, until somebody comes and gets them out. Uh, then that deaf girl was trapped in the elevator. She's banging on the door. She doesn't know what's going on. Um, how'd they get the little girl out of the elevator? I don't remember. I think she just got out of the elevator, and then he seen her on the camera, and he went because uh, remember they were gonna flood the bottom part, 
Yeah, that's right. She 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 got out of the out of the elevator on, on her own. Yeah. She uh, shimmied up to the top, opened the hatch, and then climbed up the ladder in the elevator shaft. Oh, that that's how she got out. Okay, no nobody got her out because yeah, um, the people that were stuck in, in the hallway, Annie and was it Dante that went with her? I think so. Because they oh yeah it was him. And uh, because he was taking pictures while all this shit was going on. And uh, they were just trying to find something so they can open the doors uh, and get everyone out. Um, this <laughs> this part made me laugh and, and, and it was stupid. Uh, Annie is running around trying to find something to probably open the doors with. She goes into this supply closet, I guess. And this is probably in, in the middle of the ship. Because... And in this supply closet or whatever it is, there's two chainsaws. <laughs> First of all, what the hell is a chainsaw doing on a cruise ship? Uh, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, but she she fires up one of the uh, the chainsaws and cuts cuts the door uh, so pe- so everyone can get out. Uh, I was I was laughing that whole scene. And the other part that was funny, she's got uh, she's trying to tell those guys, you guys need to get out of there. Come on, hurry up! And she's standing there right in front of the the hole she just cut in the door, with her finger on the trigger of the chainsaw, and it's it's going. And she's trying to tell everyone, come on, come on, come on, come this way, get out. I was like, why? For, why is your finger on on the trigger? First of all. <laughs> Yeah, and then why why did they all get undressed? They were trying to block the uh, the air vents. Remember? Oh, okay. Because like, they uh, took off their jackets and their shirts, and next thing you know, that guy was pulling his pants off, and the other dude yeah. didn't want to take his pants off. Yeah, and then the one guy was like, why isn't she getting undressed? And she was like, because I'm not wearing any underwear. Uh, okay. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were trying to bring the funny in this. Yeah, they were. Was this rated R or PG-13? Uh, I would think it's PG-13 because I didn't. I don't even remember hearing an F-bomb. Yeah, it's PG-13. The first one was rated R, wasn't it? Yeah, and the first one cost, yeah. what, $30 million? And this one cost between 110 and $160 million. And they only got... Uh, it only made... Uh, 164.5 million <laughs> so made 4.5 million uh, more than they spent and they spent a lot on this film uh, especially with the uh, the special effects and uh, I assume they just built this whole set uh, of, of this ship um, there was CGI in this um, I thought it was all right. It wasn't. This is late '90s uh, CGI. It wasn't too bad. I mean, you could tell what was CGI and what wasn't, but it didn't like. It didn't take me out of it. Yeah, Which, it wasn't. It wasn't rogue. Yeah, it wasn't rogue CGI. But I mean, for what it was, I mean, they obviously had the budget to to pay a little more. Um. Now you're gonna get me thinking. <laughs> I gotta see how much it costs to make that movie. Because <laughs> uh, if they spent jillions of dollars on 
special of CGI special effects, man. They they need to get their money back. Um, this was in the box. This was in the theater. Rogue. Yeah, I think it was one of them. They try to take advantage of big movies not being in the theater. All right. Um, it doesn't say what the budget is on Wikipedia. Does it say it on IMDb? I, I never pay attention to those. Um, let me see. Uh, it doesn't. It just says how much it made. So I don't. You don't even know how much money they spent to make this film. I think I got it right here. No, I don't. It's telling me how much it made in the theater. Made a hundred and six, hundred and eighty-six thousand dollars. I'm sure they paid more for it. I don't know. See that movie still? Check it out if you, if you guys want. <laughs> um. So they got they got everyone out uh, out of that hallway. Um, Alex finds the little girl because they they're basically trying to slow the the train or slow the train, slow the uh, the ship down because it's uh, on a crash course uh, for uh, this island. Holy uh, shit! Twenty million dollars. For Rogue? Yeah. Oh, they did not make their money back <laughs> at I all. Think, I think this is the right movie. I mean, don't. 20 million? I don't know. Oh, this, oh, this is a different movie named oh, Rogue okay. that came out this year. I was going to say, what? <laughs> 20 million for that? And it better not have been on the CGI because uh, I'd ask for my money back. All right, back to the movie. Okay, so once uh, everyone gets out, uh, Jack finds a little girl because they were they were flooding the uh, the bottom of the boat in order to so they can slow it down because it was it was still going full speed uh, on its course on its uh, oh sorry on its uh, collision course uh, for some island uh, uh, some island in the Caribbean wherever because they see all kinds of shit going on over there so. Um, he goes down there. He finds a little girl. Uh, this would have been scary. I mean, it's, it looks like it was them in this stunt because uh, water. Uh, one of the the, the little uh, doors open, busted open, and all the water started coming in. And uh, they were trying to get out of it, so they ended up just jumping on and just kind of riding, riding the water down the halls. But then they ended up in uh, I don't know some kind of shaft. I don't, I don't know what it was, but they were in it. And, and the water was rising and it was just carrying them to the top um, I don't know if it was uh, Jason Patrick and that little girl that did the stunt but it looked like both of them yeah. in, in that water because um, that did not look like a little lady it looked like that little girl so if that was them doing that stunt whew, I don't know man I don't think I could uh Hopefully, don't ever die in the water. <laughs> but knock on wood. Yeah, then we get a super awkward scene after this, where yeah. she oh. tells him that she's in love with him and that she'll be fifteen next month, and he's uh, just kind of like, uh. and then they use the line from the first movie about. Uh, meeting in these kind of situations or whatever they say don't work out uh, <laughs> yeah that was good I don't know I don't know why they they threw that scene in with the little girl and 
and Alex. Like, what was he going to say? All right, cool. <laughs> this movie was long. It was. I was like, why is this? When I saw it before I started, I was like, why the hell is this two hours? <laughs> um, but, I mean, but I mean, what I... The, the, yeah, it's goofy and everything, but once once it, the the action and everything kicked in, it didn't stop because it couldn't because they were on a time limit, which I thought was good. Because but once it got towards the, the end of the film, I was kind of like, well, shit, the movie's almost over, and uh, they stopped the boat. So what what's what's to come? Well, we knew because uh, we'll get to that in a second. But so. Uh, they're still trying to slow the boat down after the the water thing didn't didn't work. It slowed it down a little, but not fully. Um, uh, who came up with the idea to stop the uh, propellers? Uh, I think uh, the one Australian guy. I think he kind of because everybody was throwing ideas out there, and then uh, Captain Rex was like, "No, no, we we gotta we gotta do this," and then I think. He threw out an idea, and Jason Patrick was like, "You know what? That might actually work." So they were gonna. Uh, he was gonna go underwater. Uh, Alex was gonna go underwater, and they said to throw this um, this rope in there, uh, one of those big, giant, thick uh, ship ropes, and it would it would wrap around the propellers and, and stop. So this was all CGI. It didn't look too bad. I mean, it was no rogue, but <laughs> he puts on uh, his uh, scuba gear and everything. He's got one a yellow rope, uh, his, his his tether line, and they were gonna they tied another rope, a white rope, onto that thick giant rope, and uh, they said, "Here, just throw this end into the uh, the propellers. It'll wrap around, then it'll just pull." Uh, this big rope in there so he got under there everything was working good uh, he got uh, the rope in there and it started getting tangled but then once the big thick rope started moving he realized that his tether line was all wrapped up around that alright here, here's something another nitpick <laughs> the camera pulls back and we see his rope is all, his yellow rope is wrapped around that other one how the hell did it wrap around that rope? Be, I mean, he would have had to have gone around it a few times, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't make the film. So, because they, they throw the, the, the rope in there, it, it does kind of slow down a little bit, but then uh, when Jack is... Uh, Jack, when Alex is trying to... I wish Jack was in his movie. Yeah, I wish too, man. I think it would have been better. <laughs> uh, he He's trying to pull himself out, and then he... Uh, ends up getting out out of the water, and uh, th- then it was telling him that yeah, man, he goes, uh, I don't think it's gonna work because the the rope, the big rope that did get tied down there, and it, it it get it stopped the propeller for for a little bit, um, but it it still kind of kept going, and then uh, it uh, pulled the rest of the the little pulley that was pulling that had that big thick rope, and it flew under the ship. Uh, into the propeller blades. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it didn't hit the propeller bra- blades and, and stop the boat. But I don't know. So Alex is okay. okay well, it, it didn't work. What are we gonna do? Um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, William Defoe's character. He shows up and he ends up. Uh, 
well, before that, um, the that big pulley that was 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 pulling the big thick rope, when that flew out, it kind of hit um, Giuliano in, in the arm, and it, it, I must have cut him or something. No, he said it broke his arm. Yeah. Uh, another nitpick in a second. So, the. Uh, uh, Alex is still in the water. Uh, the Captain Rex, Giuliano, he's laying there. Boba Fett, Django Fett, whatever you want to call him. Or uh, Jake w- Wakiki. I think that was his name. Did you see Once Were Warriors? Yeah. Oh, man. Powerful film, everyone. Um, but anyway, so he's he's laying there. Geiger comes out. He has a gun on them. Uh, tells Alex to, no, you can't get out. Uh, did, did he push... Uh, Giuliano into the water? Yeah. Okay, so because he's in the water, he goes under. Uh, Alex kind of jumps underwater again to to pull him out. Uh, Geiger grabs uh, Annie, and then they take off. Um, take off in a speedboat. Yeah, they go to the back of the boat, and was it a boat that had two water skis mounted to it? I think so. <laughs> so he gets Annie and they get off the boat. Um and then uh, Alex and uh uh Giuliano they they get back on this ship and they're still trying to figure out what are they going to do? How how are they going to stop this? Uh Geiger and Annie are off the boat and he's still controlling the the ship uh, with it with his laptop and everything. And then uh, they realized that the ship was, was other than it, w- it was on course to this island, there was a huge oil tanker that it was going to hit. So they're like, well, fuck, man, we're going to crash into it if we don't do something. So how'd they figure out to uh, start up those other little propellers on the side of the ship? I think this is when I started blacking out. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, one- I think it was one of the dudes on the bridge. I, I think he was the one that told them to do it. Yeah, I think the the I think he's Australian. I don't know. I think he kept when he finally was on board with Jason Patrick. I think he started throwing out ideas because at first he was just going by what the captain said and not helping. But I think once he realized that that what was his name, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was just trying to finally help him. See that he was helping out and was trying to help him. All right. Okay, it says right here. The crew noticed that Geiger has set the ship to crash uh, crash into an oil tanker off the coast of St. Martin. Alex decides to stop the, the ship by diving underneath it and jamming it, jamming into the propeller with the steel cable. Geiger realizes Alex is trying to stop the ship, and he jams the cable. Alexander dives on the water. Da, 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 da. Uh, he stops that. Uh, to avoid collision with the oil tanker, Alex and Dante go uh, into the ship's... Uh, Village, B I L G E. Sure, whatever. Uh, to use uh, the bow thrusters to turn it, a bow bow thrusters. So, uh, those these bow thrusters. I I didn't know this. I, I learned it from this film. Or they're on the sides of, of the boat, and uh, they were they had them. They wanted them to go turn those on. So if they turned it on, uh, full full speed. It would uh, turn the boat in a different direction because they were going. They were going to go straight into that uh, big oil tanker. So, but they told him, "Look, where you guys need to go is underwater right now because it was at the bottom of the ship." So Alex and Dante were like, "Oh fuck!" 
So they're going in. I mean, this whole time, Dante, too, he was a young black gentleman. He was taking pictures of everything. Uh, even while all the shit was going down, he was still <laughs> snapping away with his camera. <laughs> so those two, they go down. Uh, they find out where it is. Uh, they got uh, Giuliano on the loudspeaker. He goes, hey, just tell us which way to go and what we're supposed to do. So uh, they get there. They say, all right, man. He goes, you need to, uh, you need to take that life jacket off because we got to dive underwater now. So uh, Dante's like, oh, fuck. All right. So they, they go underwater. They find these two big wheels that, that they're supposed to turn. And uh, Giuliano told him, look, don't turn them both at the same time or you're just going to mess up everything. Turn one uh, so we can at least start to turn. So Alex tells uh, Dante, look, man, we're going to have to play tag. And uh, and he goes like, what? He goes, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to do what I got to do. Then I'm going to come up and you're going to, he goes, give me 50 seconds. You come down and they were going to do that back and forth. So while they're underwater turning this uh, wheel, it starts up uh, that bow thruster and uh, it, it starts to, to move uh, the ship. And I think it went off to the right. And, uh, and they were like, all right. So they, they kept doing it and doing it. And they, they got it as fast as it can go. And uh, the ship was slowly starting to turn, but it, it didn't turn fast enough. It still kind of, well, basically just slid along the side of, of that oil tanker, which I thought was funny. I mean, it was CGI. I mean, it, it didn't look bad, but you can clearly <laughs> see that it, that it was CGI. But I thought that was cool because when that boat finally made that turn it looks like they were going to miss it but then it was just, it was still going too fast and it slammed into the side of the the oil tanker and just slid along uh, the side so they were all kind of happy like okay we made it we didn't we didn't crash into that thing so Alex and Dante kind of go back up um but now the ship was going another just straight ahead into this dock uh where there was Tons of people, uh, bars, restaurants, uh, full tourist trap type of place, full of tourists. Uh, and they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Um, uh, Geiger and Annie are still hauling ass uh, on, on a boat. But, uh, did Geiger just get on one of those jet skis himself or did he? did she... I don't know why he wasn't with the boat that Annie was on. I'm trying to remember how all this went down because I know this is where we eventually meet another character from the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, what's his name? Uh, Glenn Plummer. Uh, yeah. his, his name was Maurice in the first film and He's back playing the exact same character. Yeah, so. Except it's not a car. It's a speedboat that's getting taken. Yeah, I don't know what this young gentleman uh, did for work, but he had a badass Jaguar in the first one. And now this one, he had a, this big boat. That he said it was like 150 grand. Yeah, uh, he's, he said he bought a condo there, too. Yeah, so I don't know what he's doing, uh, <laughs> but he's obviously doing good got big old hundred thousand dollar boats and big condos and everything still uh, i'm sure he cleaned up on the on the uh, the insurance money for his jaguar and i'm sure the lapd had to pay for some of that too but anyway so alex uh jumps in the boat with him and trying to get him to uh was he was he trying to catch to catch uh 
Geiger and, and Annie? Yeah, because uh, by now Geiger and Annie had got onto the um, the seaplane. Okay. Which I'm trying to try. I'm really trying to remember where a seaplane came in. Well, the that it was uh, it was sitting off to the side, and that's it. It was there. He was waiting for them because oh, he was okay. gonna make his way off. And then they he already grabbed Annie and he because he got back onto onto the that boat, and they got in the airplane and they took off. And then this is when Alex and uh, Maurice and Maurice's girlfriend were, are still just fucking hauling hauling ass uh, towards the plane. <sighs> this part was kind of lame, but anyway. Uh, in order for them to catch the plane, they're still going full speed. Alex gets um, uh, one of those big giant uh, deep sea fishing poles, but it's kind of like a, uh, a a pulley. Because mm-hmm. what did he shoot out? Was that an arrow or something? Or it was like a spear or something. I don't know. He MacGyvered some shit together. Yeah, because he shot the spear off this big giant fishing pole. And uh, it hit the boat, and then he hit the switch on the pulley, and then it was slowly pulling him towards the 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 boat or the the plane. He gets he gets to the to the plane. Um, he kind of he has a scuffle with, with Geiger. Um, did they just jump out of the airplane? Yeah. On did they fall in the water or did they? Oh yeah, they they fell in the water. That's right. They fell in the water, and then he came up and realized she didn't can't come up because uh, she she was still taped. Her wrists were taped, and she couldn't swim. So he went back down and got her. And th- this is where we come to the most comical part of the movie is when Geiger uh, he's sitting there watching him laughing, and then he <laughs> hits that ship mast. And just the way it crashes and it just like stops like immediately and he's just hanging there from the it, it was hilarious. Yeah, this this plane slams into one of the posts on on, on the oil tanker. This is what I didn't get. I mean, because there was like at this point they were the they gave the order on the on the oil tanker to abandon ship. Uh, I was thinking. Why? Why are you guys abandoning ship, man? This the plane didn't blow up or anything. I mean, it was just kind of stuck on that pole. But everyone's just running for their lives, trying to get off the ship. Um, I assume it was leaking fuel or something uh, out of the airplane. I mean, <laughs> uh, it seemed like this entire plane and ship was leaking stuff because this explosion was just massive. Okay, sit here. Geiger attempts to fly over the oil tanker, but the plane becomes impaled on the ship's foremast, <laughs> causing both to explode. Uh, okay, because it crashed and he was there for a minute, and then you see fuel dripping out of it, and then it just explodes. And, and this is this is was kind of weird too. Once that little plane blew up, it set off this whole chain reaction on the ship, and the the whole tanker which was pretty long just started blowing up and, and next thing you know the whole thing was on fire so hopefully everyone got off off that tanker um, there's no way there's yeah no way. I, I don't think the guys down below made it out but anyway uh so i assume they're all dead but uh evil is punished geiger's dead uh jack saved the girl 
he proposed. How'd they get back on the boat? Uh, what's his name came? Uh, Bobby Johnson came and got him. Maurice. And then he, he took they, him back they, to the... Yeah, they sped off and, oh, we forgot the, the boat, the ship crashed into the town. And then was you get it? another comedic scene of somebody showing a condo and the little kid's like, look, a ship. And the ship's coming and it's supposed to be funny. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm leaving... Uh... Where am I? Uh, Annie, uh, Annie and both escape in the plane and one uh, as it floats which falls into the ocean. Geiger tends to fly over and pales and it blows up. The tanker crew, however, are safe having launched uh, their life void just in time. Leaving Geiger to perish in the resulting fireball alone, Annie and Alex travel back to shore in a speedboat and he gives her an engagement ring asking her to, to marry him. Okay. So, yeah. The, they weren't on the boat when it crashed because they were still uh, Alex was rescuing Annie and they were on uh, Maurice's speedboat yeah but, so while that was going on over there that that, sh- that cruise ship is still going full speed but they were able to slow it down but not not fast enough it still crashed uh, onto through the piers and just started wrecking crashing into houses um and then it tips over. Yeah, it didn't look like it. I mean, it looked like it went far because it was just crashing into everything and everyone uh, was falling all over the place. Uh, the, the people on the ship were, ah, they were screaming and falling all over the place. And Django broke his other arm. Yeah, it, it finally came to a stop and then it just like tilted over to the side. It, did, it didn't flip all the way over. But I was thinking... Some people must have died in that scene because that boat was crashing into everything. And there was buildings or or not buildings, but housing structures and restaurants, warehouses, whatever those were. Everything was starting to cave in. Somebody had to have died. Oh, they're uh, not. They're not. They're not showing us. But we we know from the oil tanker to the ship crashing into into the the little town. (laughs) A lot of people died. Yeah, I mean, there was no way you could say that no one died uh, during all of this <laughs> because did, the the boat was just done. Did you see the mid credit scene or the little before credit scene? Yeah, when Annie goes to take her driver's test again. Yeah, with the same guy, and right before they pull out onto the street, they almost get hit by a bus. <laughs> And then she just goes tearing off off the screen. And yeah, because she still can't. She still can't drive for some reason. Yeah, and uh, I guess she just. I, I don't know. Maybe in L.A., you can take your test whenever you feel like it. Because she, the the very next week is when she took the <laughs> second test. <laughs> but uh, the movie was goofy. I I enjoyed it for what it was. It just made me laugh. I had not seen this in a really long time. I basically forgot the whole thing. But, uh, I mean, I think the star of the film was William Defoe. He, he was a good yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but What do you give it? Um, I gave the first one a nine. Be honest. Uh, seven. Okay. I... 
I give it a four. I, I think this is probably one besides Mission Impossible Two. This is definitely up there as one of the worst movies we we've done on this show. It it, it was what it was. It, it it was goofy. Um, Sandra Bullock was just in it to be in it. She really didn't do. She should have been the star. Yeah, it, but. I, you, we wouldn't see her running all over the place trying to stop the Green Goblin. But Yeah, at some point she should have took the wheel of the ship and told everybody, don't worry, I've done this before. Or something. I thought she would at least mention uh, that she had done this before on the bus. But uh, nah, there, there was none of that. <laughs> well, that was Speed 2 Cruise Control. Yep, um, the first one, an amazing film. Uh, I don't know if this is on Blu-ray, the second one. I'd probably pick it up just to complete the set. I mean, it's goofy. Uh, Jason Patrick just phoning it in. Um, again, the star of the movie was William Defoe. He was badass. Uh, he's always good when he's a bad guy. I, I like him. And when he when he was doing his little sinister laugh and smile. Damn, that man is scary looking. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, speed and speed two cruise control. Uh, yeah, that second one, it was. It didn't need to be that long. It was hell long. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. What you guys got coming? I, I hope you guys got some Mandalorian episodes coming. Uh, we actually started, but then there was a huge. This is when the wind and all that picked up, mm. and the internet was going in and out. So we just we we just stopped because I said, "Man, that would have been sitting there for hours trying to edit it." We only recorded like maybe a half hours worth, and it was just back and forth. We said, "Ah, fuck it," and we'll just have to do it over the weekend. So hopefully we can get to that um we're still working on our uh our 200th episode of the east society so hopefully that'll be out uh, really soon not sure when uh it's just whenever the Zeus who can do it right now because uh, his work schedule is it's never set the same he can be off monday tuesday then the next week he work next week he could be off thursday friday so it it bounces all over the all over the place. So hopefully we can uh, figure out a time to to knock uh, at least a regular episode and uh, one of the Mandalorian ones because right now we're three weeks behind. We'll probably be four weeks behind by the time we even get to the first one. But uh, yeah, that's coming, everyone. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Magnus podcast uh, episode one twenty five. I put that one out uh, a few days ago. And uh, so that's up if you guys uh, haven't heard that one yet. Um, but as far as that, that's all we got going on. Uh, oh, and we did the uh, the first uh, two movies of uh, Paranormal Activity with uh, the regular show. Yeah, listen to that to hear Lance's scores. <sighs> Which, uh, yeah, segue to what we got coming. Uh, you'll join us again for uh, Paranormal Activity 3 and 4 and I'm assuming you'll probably join us for uh, the Marked Ones and Ghost Dimension yeah I'll be there for the for the whole ride but, uh, uh, by the time you hear this uh, Stream Fiends should be out uh, 
a THR exclusive new show uh, Voorhees uh, Friday the 13th fan film check that one out and as far as the action returns we're going to do something a little bit different here uh, we usually do two movies but the next episode we're going to do one because uh, I'm going to try to do when we do like a, a newer release we just focus on that new release and uh, I just noticed uh, searching for movies I've seen uh, Jiu Jitsu has dropped with Nick Cage Man, that guy's on a mission. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta pay them taxes back. I guess so, man. He just takes anything they hand him. <laughs> All right, man. To each his own. Do what you gotta do to get paid. But, yeah, so we'll do jujitsu ju- next episode. And the episode after that, we are gonna do Fat Man starring Mel Gibson to bring in the, the holiday season. Cool. Everyone... And- no, sorry, sorry, real no, real quick. Uh, speed dual action pack. You get speed and speed two cruise control on Blu ray on Amazon for twelve ninety nine in stock November twenty eighth. That's not bad. Yeah, so, I might pick it up. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to now. If 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 that's the only way I can get the second one, I'll but, probably never watch it, but I'll pick it up. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's good for just. To look good, uh, to have both of them. And yeah. If somebody wants to watch it, I'll throw it in for them. But, ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, on Wikipedia, um, it was the Speed 2 was nominated for eight uh, Golden Raspberry Awards. I believe and, it. And winning the worst remake or sequel <laughs> category. And Sandra Bullock's hella cool because I forgot which movies it was. That one year she won a she won an Academy Award and a Razzie, and she showed up to both. I thought that was Halle Berry. I think they both did it. Oh, okay. Halle Berry did it better though. She showed up to the Razzies with her her Academy yeah. Award. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, any last words? No, that is it, everyone. It is late, and uh, yeah. Uh, again, everyone, thank you so much for listening to to the Action Returns. Do check us out, uh, Stream Fiends, when it drops. And uh, I know there's another show called Stream Fiends, but we're THR presents Stream yep. Fiends, uh, so that's how we can get around that. <laughs> uh, but other than that, again, thank you so much for listening, everyone, and. Uh, uh, you'll hear from us the next time so until then please be safe out there it's still a crazy world uh, that we're living in and uh, party on yep until next episode everybody wear your mask be good to each other and stay safe <laughs>